Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. A Monday, starting all over again. Call a friend, tell him we're on the air. News and stuff. Right after this. Great time. Always at the cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana. If you're ever in the northeast part of the state here, stop by and see us at 5300 Winchester Road. Hey, our services, you can even see them now. We have a YouTube address, and uh, people watch them the next day. Our preaching on Sunday about prayer, about cremation. We've been talking about that one quite a bit, and uh, people's thoughts. I love to bring the Word of God. Not always right, by the way. What do you mean? Well, we're changing. I'm not the same I was last year, five years ago, ten years ago. I think I remember hearing Charles Stanley saying all of his old messages to get rid of them. Now, I don't know how old they were because he had changed some ideas. We all do. You're changing all the time, my friend. Hey, did you get in your top five today? Have you read your Bible yet? Have you prayed? Uh, are you going to help someone serve them in and out of the church today somehow? And, uh, oh, fellowshipping with Bible believers. It's a necessity and being in a good Bible-believing church. You can't lose with that one, my friend. Continue to pray for Israel. I know you are. I know you are. What in the world is going on? Obviously, the world is a bit on edge, no different here in the United States of America. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell from Kentucky on Sunday deemed China, Russia, and Iran the new axis of evil amid the wars in Ukraine and Israel. While addressing U.S. funding of allies' responses to those dual conflicts, what to do, what to do. In a new sit-down interview with Fox News on Sunday, McConnell, the highest-ranking Senate Republican, agreed with fellow Republican Kentuckian, while Senator Rand Paul, that the $1.5 trillion deficit is entirely too big. No kidding. But while Paul remarked last month that the U.S. under the Biden administration was borrowing heavily from China just to send aid to Ukraine, McConnell instead emphasized Sunday that the deficit also expanded during the prior administration under former President Donald Trump. You have to respond to conditions that actually exist that are a threat to the United States. The Iranians are a threat to us as well. Yep, say what you will, through all of this, the whole world is on edge. Meanwhile, they say that Israel's army is kicking it up a notch. They release footage of a, well, I guess it's iron sting system launching a mortar bomb to take out a rocket launcher in its first ever use of that operation yesterday. The Iron Sting, described as an innovative and accurate mortar bomb, is one of a variety of weapons being used to thwart dozens of terrorists. The Israeli Air Force posted on X along with video said showed the 120-millimeter mortar disseminating an enemy rocket launcher. The Israeli Army used those weapon systems in conjunction with the Israeli Air Force. The weapon system uses a precise laser and GPS-guided mortar munition to engage targets in dense urban areas. Well, the Pentagon said that China adopted more, more dangerous, coercive, and provocative actions in the Indo-Pacific this year, as well as risky intercepts against U.S. aircraft in that region. The Department of Defense released its annual report on China's military power this week, 
warning that the People's Republic of China views its no-limit partnership with Russia as an integral part to advancing its development and emergence as a great power. Great power, that's a strange word. Wicked, demonic power. How's this story? But here it is. I guess you'd call it an update. Well, 90 days after Barack Obama's family chef died in a mysterious drowning off Martha's Vineyard, newly released records reveal the former president's presence at the emergency scene. The disclosure comes from Judicial Watch, which announced on Friday it received some 40 pages of records from the Massachusetts State Police that indicate the presence of Barack Obama for a witness interview and in the death investigation of their personal chef, Tafari Campbell. Now, according to Judicial Watch, they had to push for several months, well, three anyway, to find out that uh, Barack Obama was personally involved in the death investigation of his chef. Campbell's family told police Obama's chef had taken swimming lessons in 2019, but described his ability as not a great swimmer. So... What are they saying here? So, you got a few bucks, do you? The Biden administration's Inflation Reduction Act added tens of millions of dollars in operating budget for the Internal Revenue Service. And the IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel has announced new initiatives have met to target high-wealth Americans. He said the IRS will particularly be seeking out those who have avoided paying overdue taxes, including some large corporations. Those targeted will specifically impact taxpayers with incomes over a million... Oh, good, I'm, I'm okay. Over a million dollars and over $250,000 in tax debt. The founder of Liberty Council is praising a court ruling in the state of Idaho that upheld the state's law that requires public schools to provide separate locker rooms, showers for boys and girls, and requires students to use facilities that correspond with their sex at birth. Can you imagine doing something as bizarre as this? This is a common-sense decision by the district court. Well, absolutely. The Idaho law is meant to protect children's safety and privacy. Amen. It can be humiliating, demeaning, and unsafe for children to be exposed to the opposite sex. Biology is fixed at birth, and children with gender confusion need counseling, not access to the private spaces of the opposite gender. Probably need a little demonic counseling is just crazy. What so many people in America are doing, but it is that new America, a flood of evil. Is it just politics, or could it be truth? There's a lawyer out there who is warning America, warning Americans that they should fear the weaponized government that can manufacture crimes against any opponent. The comments come from Molly McCann Sanders, formerly, well, she was with Sidney Powell. Powell this week pleaded guilty to several misdemeanors regarding conspiracy to interfere with the election duties of officials in Georgia. She was one of multiple defendants named by a pro-Biden prosecutor who allegedly said they engaged in criminal conspiracy when they were contesting the state's 2020 presidential election results. President Trump also has been charged in that case, which has been blasted by supporters, as his comments for which he was charged were nearly identical 
to statements by Al Gore in 2000, but that was a Democrat in a different place in time. Gore was never investigated, much less charged with anything. It's all political. Grab your gun. They are weaponized against you. Well, what a shocker this is. Dateline Atlanta, Georgia. A woman is deciding how to proceed now after she returned home to find that her house she owned in southwest Atlanta had been mistakenly, well, dashed to rubble, torn down. Susan Hodgkin shared with the Associated Press that she returned home from vacation to find nothing more than a, a pile of rubble in place of her home. Been the family home for a long time. She said she was furious. Well, after learning about the situation, saying, I keep waking up thinking, is this a joke or something? I got to be in shock. Hodgson's was reportedly informed of the situation from a neighbor while she was on vacation who called her to ask if she had planned for a company to come and tear her house down. She said that she did not schedule a demolition. Well, there's someone over here who just demolished your whole house. It's all down. The neighbor was told to shut up and mind her own business by someone tearing down the house when the neighbor attempted to intervene. Hodgkins eventually sent a family member over to the property, asking the team for a permit. The individual in charge of the demolition admitted they were at the wrong address. My, oh, my. Over to Detroit now. A prominent Detroit synagogue president was found stabbed to death outside of her home Saturday morning. Michigan authorities are urgently attempting to piece together the facts of that apparent murder and determine the motive for the tragic killing. Police found multiple stab wounds on a lifeless body that led to a trail, a trail of blood leading to the victim's home where police believe the crime was committed. Michigan authorities identified the victim as 40-year-old Samantha Wool. Authorities pronounced Wool dead at the scene at around 6.30 Saturday morning. NBC News reported authorities said a 9-11 caller early Saturday reported a person lying on the ground unresponsive at Wool's home. Police discovered multiple stab wounds on her body and found a, a trail of blood leading to the home. She's best known as being the board president of Isaac Agree Downtown Synagogue. Well, here, a Palestinian supporter. There, a, everywhere, a Palestinian supporter in the United States. What in the world is going on? I'm with Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor sent a resounding message to Ford and students celebrating terrorism in America. It's not going to happen on his watch. Within hours of the deadly and unprecedented surprise attack on Israel by Hamas terrorists, U.S. students marched in solidarity with Palestine on campuses all over America. The pro-Palestine demonstrations arrived before Israel retaliated. An NYU student was caught ripping down posters of Israelis who have been kidnapped by Hamas. Where's my gun? More than 30 student-run organizations at Harvard placed blame on Israel for the surprise attack by Hamas terrorists earlier this month. The protests continued in the two weeks following the onslaught that included some 260 young Israelis who were murdered at a music festival near the Gaza border. By the way, one of those captured Hamas leaders or terrorists has now said that uh, they were all of them, all of them acting like animals. Well, we knew that. Demon-led animals. DeSantis vowed to cancel visas and deport these foreign students celebrating these terrorist acts. Amen 
quick, get them on a plane. When I'm president, if foreign students are out there celebrating terrorism, I'm going to cancel their visas, and I'm going to send them home. Amen, Ron. So, you don't want to pay your bill, eh? Hey, men will literally fake a heart attack instead of paying for their meal. Really? Where's this? A Lithuanian man was arrested in Spain after being accused of faking heart attacks 20 different times at Spanish restaurants in the past year to skip out on paying his bill. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Monmouth University in New Jersey is naming a building on its campus after New Jersey music legend Bruce Springsteen. The thought here, this guy's come a long way since his band Steel Mill played free shows on the Monmouth lawn in the late 1960s. He's a star now. For sale, scientists found the fossil of a new shark species in Kentucky's Mammoth Cave. Say hello to the petal-toothed shark and then say goodbye because it's been dead for a really, really long time. Well, from our Dumb and Dumber department, let's go to East Lansing, Michigan and Michigan State. Let's go to the football program. They're apologizing today after an image of Adolf Hitler appeared on a Spartan Stadium video board Saturday night just prior to the big game against Michigan. Multiple images circulating on social media on Saturday show an image of Nazi leader Adolf Hitler on the stadium's largest scoreboard along some, alongside some trivia questions there about his birthplace. Michigan State said the scoreboard content came from a third party. The school will no longer use that source and will update its screening procedures. We all make mistakes, right? And finally, who said that? Hey, kids are like boats. They go in the right direction when paddled from the rear. Arlington National Cemetery is 639 acres of why you're still free in America. The purpose of the United States Constitution is to limit the power of the federal government, not the American people. And the most important question you will ever hear, are you saved? Are you heaven-bound today? If not, call on the Lord. Get saved today. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this very important message. Many of you have been there. The Invisible War of the Saints dot com or SWRC dot com to get your pre order of this very special book. One gentleman, one pastor friend who's got a couple of earned doctorates said this is the best he's ever read on spiritual warfare. And we just got a, a message from out in Denver, Colorado, heard us on Southwest Radio Church and asking for help. That's what the book's all about. It's kind of a DYI in many ways. Yep, do a little checkup on yourself there and self-delivery. Oh, it's absolutely possible. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me. Know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me. Confess that sin. Rebuke that spirit by the authority of Almighty God and Jesus Christ. Just see what happens, my friend. There's great victory in Jesus after every chapter. We have a victory thought. It's so important. This, you pray about this, my friend. It's going to be great. This week, we're going to be there. 
going to be there Thursday in Columbus, Ohio for the Southwest Radio Church Prophecy Conference. Why don't you join us if you can? Okay, here's the deal. Doctors, psychologists, counselors, they all tell us what people want most of all in the world is to be accepted. And that many people will go to any length to gain that acceptance. The result has left us fighting an intense battle with loneliness and fear. Fear that no one will love us and loneliness from the isolation that comes from striving into something we were never created to seek. Fear that, well, no one's going to love us. Loneliness from the isolation that comes from striving after something you were never created to seek. You know, when we struggle for the approval of others, we disregard the unconditional acceptance of Almighty God, don't we? Essentially, we tell God that His love, I'm sorry, just not good enough, God. And we need the regard of others first. That makes us something. Jesus told his disciples to seek the kingdom of God first and all their needs would be met. Did he not say that in Matthew 6.33? When the focus of our hearts is placed squarely on the shoulders of Almighty God, every need, every desire will be fulfilled. The result of a right relationship with God is an abiding peace that comes from his presence within us through the power of the Holy Spirit. God loves you regardless of all those bumps and blemishes and bruises and scars that you've collected over your lifetime. God cares when you hurt and when you suffer discouragement. Sure he does. He's your eternal friend, for pity's sakes. Only God has the capacity to show such incredible love and acceptance. Have you ever thought about that? Jesus took great care to assure his disciples that his impending death was not the end of God's presence on earth. A comforter, I like that. A comforter, one who possesses the same characteristics as he did, would come. Jesus said, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. And that's the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it does not see him, does not know him. But you know him, because he abides with you and will be in you. I'll not leave you as orphans. I'm going to come to you, John 14, 16, 17, and 18. This is so good. Wise relationships always require some kind of communication. Jesus made an eternal pledge to us when he came to this earth. And for us to realize the completeness of God's fellowship, we too have to make a commitment back to him. Sure we do. The essence of the Christian walk doesn't consist of well, a set of rules and regulations. Some churches teach that it does. It's a sharing a moment-by-moment thing, intimate relationships with the Savior. It's not a matter of some human acceptance. God accepts you. That's all you need to know. That's all that's needed. God accepts you. Friendship with the Savior is a continuous unveiling of His love and personal care for every one of us. The life that remains focused on Jesus is a life that enjoys unbroken fellowship. And isn't that really what it's all about? It's a life of victory and peace and hope and security. And most of all, a true friendship. Let me take this a little further. It's been said that you could uh, count really true friendship, true friends, count them on one hand. How many true, loyal, devoted, and genuine relationships do you have in life? Do you ever wonder why a friendship does not last? 
Do you long for an enduring friendship that brings you comfort, acceptance, love, joy, security? Everyone has an inner longing for that. It's the desire that God planted within you somehow. First and foremost, God designed you to have a personal relationship with Him through His Son, Jesus. However, His plan also includes meeting many of your needs through other people, specifically close friends, sure. You should never rely on another person to meet all your needs. Only Jesus can do that. But it's a special blessing from God when you can receive His gifts through the words and the actions of someone who knows your innermost feelings and dreams in life. Whether you have a best friend right now or you're praying that God's going to give you one, you can benefit from understanding and applying the principles of a wise and meaningful relationship. There's a saying out there, to have a friend, can you complete it? To have a friend, you must be a friend. The ingredients that mix together to form a bond with another person must be growing inside of you if you want to experience the fullness of a relationship with somebody special in this old world. Wise relationships involve mutual respect. You know, First Samuel 18, 19, 20 tells the story of the beginning of one of the most powerful friendships in the Old Testament, that of David and Jonathan. It started just after David killed Goliath and reported back to King Saul. Jonathan observed the whole fight, and as he listened to David's account of the deed, he was moved to pledge his support to David. 1 Samuel 18.1 says, The soul of Jonathan was knit, was knit to the soul of David. The Hebrew word for knit literally means to chain two things together with a very strong link. Why did Jonathan feel that bond? Jonathan recognized in David many of his own attitudes and goals and life desires. Jonathan was a warrior himself and had just recently delivered a sound blow to the Philistine troops with the help of another man. In David, Jonathan discovered a heart of bravery and steadfast love for the Lord, and he wanted to identify with David both publicly and he wanted to do it privately. Do you admire patience or gentleness or sensitivity? You're going to be drawn naturally to someone with those very same qualities, and somebody will feel the same attraction to you on the basis of your desires and your thoughts and your habits. And respect also means that you value the other person on the basis of his or her identity in Jesus Christ and not by behavior or performance according to your expectations. Real, wise relationships are based on the person of Jesus Christ. I think it was Oswald Chambers who said, the dearest friend on earth is a mere shadow compared to the person of Jesus Christ. Your temporary friendships here on earth are a reflection of the ultimate friendship that Christ offers through fellowship with him forever. So, do you have a lot of friends? Yes? No? Maybe? Have you thought about why you do or why you don't? Give it a little thought today. Well, it's been a long time, and I decided I'm never going to do this again. I tried donating some blood today. Never going to do it again. Just way too many questions. They ask, whose blood is that? Where'd you get that? Why is it in a bucket? <laughs> I probably did the whole, whole thing wrong. That's it. Had to say for another day, a Monday. Can you believe it? 
Excited heading Thursday to Columbus, Ohio, Southwest Radio Church and the Clarity to the Chaos Prophecy Conference. Going to be a great time in the debut in person there of our new book, Invisible War on the Saints. Bunches of them have been pre-ordered. Got yours yet? I trust you're going to have a great day and uh, I'm looking for a friend. Would it be you? Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. Want to hear a past program? Go ahead. Go to gregpatton.com. They're all there, my friend, for the last few years. And that's the way it is. Monday, October the 23rd, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. You have a great day.